Hey friends, it's Eric here. Thanks for listening to the Building Us podcast. Hey, I want to invite you to follow me on my new show, Stuff About Money They Didn't Teach You in School, where I take a deeper dive into money and financial topics. You can find it wherever you listen to your podcast, Stuff About Money They Didn't Teach You in School. I hope to see you there. I get that giving is a value. Forget money for a second. This idea of giving to others is a value. And for most people, those values might be instilled in them from culture, from their faith. So there's different things that are going to dictate people's value system on giving. Everyone at some level will agree that giving, helping others, is a pretty universal human trait. Hey, Eric. So I was thinking about something. I wanted to get your thoughts on, if that's okay. Yeah, let's do it. And it has to do with with giving. Now, I know that you're a very generous person, but you're also a a wise uh, financial advisor. So I wanted to get your thoughts on how how giving of our personal finances is part of a prudent financial plan? That's a fantastic question. And it's, it's interesting. And I know you didn't intend to do this in, in asking the question, but you almost, uh, and I know where you're going with this question, but you almost kind of put at odds the idea of giving mm. in prudent finances. And I think that's, that's not uncommon. And in fact, I knew you were going to ask this question. So I did a quick Google search before we started and I searched top financial principles. And in all the lists that I saw, not one financial principle was giving. It was saving, um, get out of debt, estate planning, those types of things. But I would, I would say that giving for me is um, one of the top financial principles. In fact, you're aware that I talk about you know, five pillars of, of financial security and giving, giving to others is, um, is one of them. So I do think it's an important financial principle. But it, I guess your Google search does reveal something that many of us probably think, which is that if you're trying to make a lot of money, keep a lot of money, pass on a lot of money, it doesn't seem to make sense to give give it away. It seems counterproductive. Totally contrary, right? If I'm saving for retirement and I've got a financial goal and I need to save X amount of dollars to get there, why would I give some of it away to delay my goal of retirement? So it does seem absolutely contradictory to, to this idea of of building the life that we want, right? We need money. Money facilitates our dreams, our, our, our financial objectives. But I would argue and I would say, and, and let, let me back up really quick and say this. I get that giving is a value. Forget money for a second. This idea of giving to others is a value. And, and for most people, those values might be instilled in them from, um, from culture, from their faith. So there's different things that are going to uh, kind of dictate, I guess, people's value system on giving. But I'm I, everyone I've talked to, unless they're just absolutely wretched individuals, everyone at some level will agree that giving, um, helping others is a pretty universal human 
uh, trait, right? At some level. Now, some people are more generous than others, but at some level, most people can agree to that. And here, here's what I find with giving. And I don't think it's like a, a, um, uh, like a, a magical thing. I don't think it's a, a vending machine, right? If I put a 50 cents in the machine, I'm going to get a Twix bar back out. I don't think giving works like that. If I'm, if I'm generous, I don't necessarily think that we're going to increase our, our finances. Um, but here's what giving does. When we focus on ourselves and we focus on our own financial objectives and our own financial dreams, we're very self-centered. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, right? That, that, that's part of human survival is we have to think of, think of ourselves and think of our own to a certain degree to reach certain goals. When we start giving, what happens is it forces us to, to think outside of ourselves. It forces us to think about the needs of others. So we turn from being selfish, and I'm not using selfish in a bad way, but we turn from being selfish, being, being uh, there, there may be a better term for that, but we turn from looking inwards to looking outwards. If we align ourselves, and if we say, I'm going to give to organizations or institutions or individuals that are doing work that aligns with my values, and we like the work that's being done, we're going to be more motivated to give because we're going to like to see the results of it. Mm -hmm. And if we start to realize what our money can do for others, consistent with our, with our values, then it may inspire us to say, hey, gosh, you know, for every $100 I give to this organization, the amount of work that they're, be able, that they're able to do is pretty life-changing. And I like making that impact. So now we start to look inwardly at ourselves, at our finances, and say, if I want to give more, what do I need to be doing with my money? Is there a, is there a better way for me to spend it? Can I cut somewhere over here to be able to give more to... Uh, this cause that I believe in. And inevitably, inevitably what I see is when people start thinking like that, they're able to to cut more spending than they're giving and they end up with more money. And again, it's not magical, but people mm -hmm. become more conscious of how they spend their money and how they manage their resources. And mm -hmm. in turn, they're able to save more. Um, and they're able to give more. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so you said a lot there, but one, one thing that, kind of struck me was this idea of uh, giving is not a vending machine. Meaning if I, if I give, it's not like I just take a $20 bill and, and fold it up into the shape of an airplane and sell it out into the universe and two $20 bills come back. It's not, it doesn't work in that way. No, I've but never it, seen it. But it, what you seem to be saying is it works, giving works in that it works on our own needs, our own wants, our spending habits, our motivations. Giving helps to realign my finances, what I actually need. And if I start giving to things and seeing the impact of that giving on others, all of a sudden I need less and therefore my personal finances go up. Maybe. I mean, sometimes it can it can manifest that way. I, I've seen that happen. I've certainly seen that happen with people. But I, again, I'm going to say that I think giving to others or helping others is is kind of a, a fundamental human characteristic. Most people would agree that there's something yeah. good about that. There's a proverb, you know, it's one of my favorite books. It says, "The one who refreshes others will be refreshed themselves." Mm -hmm. And I think that 
giving money or giving monetarily or we giving of our time is obviously helping other people. And sometimes we're going to receive in different capacities. If you talk to people who give, it's interesting. They'll often say, you know, I served, I went and I gave money or I served in some capacity. And let me tell you, I actually got back more than what I actually gave. And it could be perspective. It could be um, just the experience, the wisdom, the humility, or something that they receive back from the very people they're trying to help, they receive back themselves. Um, and um, yeah. I think that that's how sometimes uh, we grow in, in giving. Yeah, I've had that experience myself, is that I have traveled all over the world. I've been to various countries, some very, very poor countries, and when I've had a need in those places, invariably somebody has shown up and given back to me out of their, out of their resource. It could be um, a meal. It could be a tip. It could be a ride. Um, it, but, but when I've had a need in some other country, I've often gotten, gotten that need met through people, people of that culture. It, kind of going back to that, what you were saying about giving seems to be a basic human value that that most people on the planet throughout history have exhibited yeah and i'm gonna turn the tables here i'm gonna ask you uh uh or i might give some relationship uh uh, advice here or not advice but almost i think sometimes with giving also it um it facilitates to a certain degree healthy relationships with money right i'm not talking about necessarily relating to people although i think it can increase relationships with people, but by very, by the very nature of us parting with our money that we know we could use to buy something for ourselves, we're, we're kind of reducing or challenging our own greed, our own selfishness to some degree. And we start to see money not as a, just a tool to advance ourselves, but as a tool to advance, to, to advance others. Right. Um, yeah. And how can we impact others or impact our community or impact society. Uh, so we start to relate to money a little bit differently. We don't see it as a way just to advance ourselves. We see it yeah. as a way to advance others. Giving changes our, in that way, giving changes our relationship to money, but it also changes our relationship to others. We're, th- we're thinking about others more. We are thinking about how, how can I relate to them? How can I meet their need? Uh, do I really need that myself? Can I pass on that? It changes both our relationship to money and to to the people around us. Yeah, like super practically, like imp, like giving impacts lives, like directly. Right? I remember um, there's one organization. This was this was years and years and years ago. We had uh, we had chickens in our backyard. We had a huge garden in our backyard, and there was this one organization that I loved because it would micro it would give micro loans to people in developing countries to, um, to buy farm animals. Or sometimes you, would, you wouldn't even give money. You would give like a half a cattle, right? And someone else, they'd match money with someone else and give a cow to somebody so they can start a business and, and uh, sell milk or goat yeah. or chickens or something. Uh, so very practically, giving um, has a, a direct impact on others. Again, making us less selfish. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's reminding me of a gift I gave one time. I, 
Uh, bought my wife a new bicycle, which was a gift in and of itself. Bought her a new bike. But she already had a bike, so that means we had two bikes now in the garage. And I, I, as a counselor, I knew somebody in a treatment center that was having trouble getting back and forth to, to meetings for, for recovery. Mm-hmm. And so I loaded up the bicycle and I took it down to the treatment center and I gave this bike to this guy, uh, for the purpose of, you know, transportation, getting where he needed to be throughout the day. And man, that meant the world to him that he could, he could get to and from home to and from treatment. He could get to the meetings that he needed to go to, to the appointments that he needed to be at. That meant the world to him. And I, I, uh, actually took a picture of the guy sitting on the bicycle and he just had the like the biggest smile on his face that now uh in this way in this way of transportation life had gotten a little bit simpler smoother for him yeah so it's almost like um giving almost even provided even uh it starts to give us even more purpose right like hearing that story it's like man I want to replicate that story, right? You impacted very uh, strongly an individual life, and I want to replicate that story. How can yeah. I replicate that story? How can how can we give someone else an opportunity? So then you start to look at, you know, your money maybe from a slightly different perspective. Again, yes, I'm planning my future, and, and yes, I think that's certainly prudent and responsible. But you start to, again to look at money as um, uh, as a means to help others as a purpose to help others, your time, your, the, the time you put into work, your ability to create income takes on a different purpose. Like now I can be productive, not just for my own financial gain, but to impact the life of somebody else. Yeah. And it's almost like a, a new purpose on our motivation, uh, to work and to be productive. Yeah. We send something out, we see the effect it has, then something comes back in and, and it affects us. And now we're different and we give differently. And it, it's a, it's what we call in the business, a recursive cycle. It, it affects both, but it affects all parts of the cycle. Yeah. And I think it's something to, to also to important to make mention of, because when we, when we talk about giving most people or a lot of people are thinking physical dollars. And I think that's part of the conversation is I'm going to literally give money some people, though, might not. I mean, legitimately, there's people who every dollar that they make, they need it to support themselves. So they may not have an abundance of dollars to give, but there's so many different ways um, to be able to give. You give emotionally, right? We give of our time. Um, sometimes, you know, I think from our, from our, sometimes from our perspective, from our, um, this idea of you need to work to make money perspective, when you see people who, might pass up a job or an odd job to to go help somebody. You're like, oh, what are they doing? They need they need to make money. They can't afford to do that. They're giving, right? They're, they're passing up an opportunity to maybe help someone else. Yeah. That's a form of giving, even though they're not writing a check in the in the traditional sense. Um, well, you, you you've seg- segued nicely to my next question, which uh-oh. is, you only you only told me you're asking me one question. <laughs> well. There's sub there's sub okay. questions right. today. That's good. Uh, you've probably heard of somebody 
or heard it said of somebody that God, that guy's so nice or that they're so nice. They give you the shirt off their back. Yeah. You've probably heard that. Is there a limit? I mean, from a, from a financial advisor, (laughs) is there a limit to what you would encourage people to give? I mean, if you only have one shirt and you give the shirt off your back, Mm -hmm. are you not now naked? You're naked. You're naked. Yeah. What if we lived in a world? Let me let me go into the theoretical <laughs> uh, world here. If like if I gave you the shirt off my back, and then my neighbor gave me the shirt off his back, and then his neighbor gave him the shirt off, we would all have shirts. Um, this is a Take tough turns question. Wearing the shirt. Yeah. This is a tough question to uh, uh, to answer because I I do think this idea of how much I should give is heavenly um, heavily not heavenly heavily influenced by um, our faith, our, the way we were raised. There, there, there's a lot of other influences that dictate how much we should give. So I kind of I cling to um, something that C.S. Lewis said. If you know C.S. Lewis, he was a Christian. Uh, he wrote the, the popular children's uh, series, The Chronicles of Narnia. Um, but I love what he said. He said that, uh, I do not believe one can settle how much we ought to give, I'm afraid the only safe rule is to give more than we can spare. In other words, if our expenditures on comforts, luxuries, amusements, etc., is up to the standard common among those with the same income as our own, we're probably giving away too little. If our charities do not at all pinch or hamper us, I should say they are too small. There ought to be things we would like to do and cannot do because our charitable expenditure excludes them. Mm. So the idea is this. Given to people who make the same amount of money, if you if you are living the same lifestyle as someone who's not giving, then you're probably giving away too much. That's kind of his idea here. If it's not hampering, if it's not preventing you from doing something that you want, then you're probably giving away too little. It's probably you're not probably not giving away too much. You're not giving away enough. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not so much a question. You're not even thinking about it really as a question of. Could you give away too much or are you giving away too much or do you advise clients to, hey, dial back on the giving a little bit? But it is this idea of are we giving away enough? Are we giving enough that it prevents us from doing something similar in our income level? Like if if I could go out to eat seven meals a week. I can probably stick with six meals a week and give one away. Sure. Yeah. But don't give one away if I can just replace that income or replace that expense with some more, some more of my own income or own assets. I need, I need to give until I need to give until I can't until I have to uh, forego something. Yeah. Now I want to be careful how I want to say this because I don't want to come across as, as, offering or judgment on 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 people who who make certain lifestyle decisions um but if i can afford to drive uh i don't know i don't even know what expensive cars are if i can afford to drive a bmw but i choose to drive a a ford because i want to be able to support or give more to certain causes i think that's what he's implying there um and let me let me back up a second and and comment on something um, that you said. So I, I look at money and managing money f- 
from a standpoint of, of stewardship and prudence, right? We, we have to make prudent decisions with our money. And if someone comes to me and says, how much should I give? I, I want to give, I want to give, you know, they're super charitable. And they want to give all their money away or 50% or 20% or 10% of their money away. Uh, pick your percentage, but yet they're strapped in debt and they have terrible spending habits. I'm not just interested in one component of their financial life. I want to get it all in order and say, Hey, yeah. look, if we can tackle your debt and get you out of debt, that it, that's going to increase your capacity to give. That, that might not mean they stop giving until they get their debt under control, but we want to look at spending. We want to look at uh, debt. We want to look at all these components to be able to increase our capacity to give. So it's not just one or the other. These things work in, in, in conjunction uh, with each other. Yeah. We, we, we mentioned or alluded to earlier your, your five pillars of, of financial advising and management. And so we're talking about one pillar today, giving, yeah. but that doesn't forego the, the other pillars, uh, nor exclude the other pillars. And the pillars work together to support a foundation, not, yeah. not, not that one is, is, uh, above the others. Okay. That makes, yeah, that makes absolutely. sense. Um, switching topics just a little bit. What do you, what do you think about families and couples giving, um, and as an extension of that teaching kids about giving? I think it's, I think it's, uh, very important. I think number one, in the family setting, if as a family you have uh, things that that uh, you're inclined to, you're drawn to more as a family to give and to support. Number one, I think it gives amazing uh, purpose and just relationship building opportunities as a family. Like we're going to support a particular organization that raised that that collects food for a particular community. So as a family, you work together. I think. They think those are those, those are those shared experiences that we can create, um, that are very impactful in, in, in deepening relationships. Kids, I think, I think it is so, so we, we have, all of my kids have piggy banks, physical piggy banks. I like, um, we're, I'm not super, you know, I, I have, I know people who are like super, uh, uh, militant on, on their piggy banks and, and putting money in. And we, we use it very, very loosely with them. I just like the idea of them having something tangible, yeah, coins or dollar bills to be able to connect to to something. Now, they don't have enough money in their piggy bank to really do anything of substance, but I'm trying to drive home the, the concepts and the ideas. And um, so we'd have conversations, all right, so if you have a dollar, how much of it do you want to give? How much of it do you want to spend? And I wouldn't give any direction when they were little, just kind of like, a, you know, let's let's let them figure it out. It's so like, I'm going to give, save, and spend. So I'm going to put, you know, um, let's make the math easy, $3. I'm going to put a dollar in give, a, a dollar in, in in spend, and a dollar in save. Wow, that's 33%. Right? Everyone's like, that's a huge number. Like, you know what? The, the, the world is going to discourage them from giving as they get older. I want to encourage them. If they wanted to give all of it, I would support that. Um, but here's with kids. Yeah. Here's and, and you could probably speak more to this. Like, they're going to do what they see us do as parents or as adult influencers in their life. Uh, so I do think it's important where I don't think we should be braggy per se about what we give, but I don't think we should also keep it a secret from our kids so that they can see um, uh, the importance of that in our life, if that makes sense. I think kids should see us make decisions not to go to 
um, maybe have the most expensive vacation because there's a family that is in need uh, yeah. that we want to support. So I think those are really important things to bring kids into to, to really uh, create uh, healthy, healthy views of money. Yeah. I think kids are, are natural givers in that, you know, they, they, they're going to develop through this phase where they want everything and they're, they're keeping everything and they're saying mine, no mine. But pretty soon after that, they begin sharing developmentally, they begin sharing their things with the other kids. Um, it's not unusual to see kids that have food share bites of the food with other kids. It's not, a, it's not unusual that uh, if, there, if there's a kid playing with blocks, that they'll share the blocks with another kid. Um, so kids seem to be natural givers, like th- just this idea that I'm more okay if we're all okay. Mm-hmm. Kids seem to have that perspective. But I like also what you're saying of we, as parents, we can re- reinforce that by including them in our giving. I give an allowance to my kids one of my, you know, my kids are, are givers. I, I see them giving to each other and I see them giving to their friends. One of my sons likes to walk to the, as we say here in New Orleans, the corner store and buy himself a snack. And if he, you know, he regularly comes back with snacks for other people in the family. And I know that that's a big expense. That's a big portion of his allowance. And I've definitely had the feeling at times of, dude, you don't have to do that. Don't, you don't have to spend your money that way. They are, they have money too. But to discourage that seems counterproductive in the long run that he's a giver. He's, he's at the store thinking of other people. That's a, that's a great quality to reinforce in your kids. There'll be enough, there'll be enough influences in his life to, to teach him to, to not give. Mm. So I I think, I think sometimes you want to uh, if it's a good thing, I think to over to overemphasize it is not a bad thing. Yeah, and I I like that concept of the shirt you were talking about earlier. That if I don't worry about meeting all of my own expenses, if I meet most of them and allow somebody else and and meet somebody else's expense, invariably somebody pays for my next thing. Yeah. That I buy somebody a coffee and they buy the next time somebody buys me a coffee. It, it, I used to have this friend, I have this friend from high school, still have him, have this friend from high school. They used to talk about money being in one big pot that just kind of swirls around humanity. And, and you, you put some in, you get some out, it comes back. Hey, we're, I know we're kind of running out of time. So I wanted to um, kind of bring back another topic, uh-huh. bring up another topic. Of it's uh, there's a lot going on right now in in our world in America. Yeah. You know, we've just made it through, or not made it through, but going through COVID nineteen and people mm-hmm. in record numbers losing their jobs, mm-hmm. um, record businesses in my neighborhood and my town have been out of work for weeks and months. Yep, um, there are um, you know experiences of of pol- police brutality of minorities. Uh, protests throughout the cities and streets of, of America. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to, to kind of wrap up this discussion by including giving to current things, uh, current things around us, uh, movements and organizations and moments, I guess, that we're experiencing right now. Thoughts on that? Yeah, no. So in general, I'm always a, f- I'm always a fan, number one, 
of giving local. I, I like the idea of of people giving local, supporting uh, their community, things that are relevant to their community. Selfishly, um, it's kind of fun to see the impact of what you give. Now, I don't always, I don't always think that that's a requirement. And sometimes I think it's better not to, because um, then you start yeah. to get in this habit of, if, if I'm not seeing a return on my giving, then I'm going to stop giving. Sometimes we don't see, quote unquote, a return on our giving. But generally, I would say I like the idea of giving locally. Um, I would say right now, um, you know, there, there is a, you know, I want to choose my words wisely here, but right now there's a lot happening that is causing a lot of, uh, pain on all people of all stripes, right? So many people are feeling unheard right now. Um, and th- th- it creates a lot of, of, of discord, um, when we sacrifice ourselves for other people, right? When we put our needs um, behind the needs of somebody else, uh, we're, we're, we're giving. Um, if that looks like we're challenging maybe some long-held views that somehow may disadvantage us to advantage someone else, that's giving. Um, and I think that that's a posture that would be very uh, good right now, whether it's with our money or with with long-held beliefs, is if we uh, intentionally. This is going to sound. This is going to sound contradictory to this whole idea of financial planning and building, you know, net worth. But if we intentionally look to disadvantage ourselves to advantage other people, I think that's what we need to be doing right now. And that might be keeping our mouth shut and listening to the hurts of other people. Uh, that might be, um, that might be writing a check to a yeah. neighbor to help pay a mortgage who's out of who's out of work and and legitimately just has no opportunity right now. That might be that might be changing a, a buying decision from like you know what I can get this so much cheaper on Amazon, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go buy it from the store locally because I know that that person is 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 hurting. Um, yeah. I know I'm gonna pay twice as much, so be it. Um, so I agree with you. I think I think we should always be looking to our, our giving should always be looking to advantage others um, and disadvantage ourselves by by nature. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so much opportunity for that right now. Yeah. If I if I'm the only one that's okay, or my family's the only one that's okay, we're not okay. Yeah. I'm going to go as to, far again. Yeah. To something I said earlier, giving is is values driven. Okay. And I, I never want to necessarily project my value onto someone else. I always, I always try to counsel, obviously with wisdom, financial wisdom, but somehow in the context of of their of their values, unless it's just like, like just unrelatable. But um, we have an obligation to our community. Like I, I don't, I don't think there's a question yeah. to that. Uh, there's an obligation. We have, man, we have so much abundance. We're here. We're sitting here talking about like. You know, if I can afford to go out and eat seven days a week, uh, maybe I cut one back or two back. Man, we have we have so much abundance in this country. Even those of us who think we don't have, we have. Um, and yeah. um, we're we're just so focused. We get so focused. And look, I'm guilty of this. I mean, we we live in we live in a land of abundance, right? We're encouraged to to have big houses and drive nice cars and to um, to buy things. Right, seventy percent of our of our 
of our economy is consumerism. It's buying stuff. I mean, we're encouraged to buy stuff. Um, and there's not enough encouraging us to give stuff. Give, give, yeah. give. And we have so much to be able to give. And I think it's a perspective. It's, it's how we start to see our finances. And the, the, once we start to align what we do with our money with what we really believe, because like I said, most people would agree that we should give. They're just they're just in, not in financial situations to do it because they make poor decisions. But once people get serious about that, man, I'm gonna tell you that you start to impact a lot of people. You change lives. You change communities. Yeah. So as a as a financial principle, uh, giving is a way of building us. But it's also a way of building all of us. It's a way of, of, of contributing to my own personal finances, but maybe even more meaningfully, it's a way of contributing to my community. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because again, giving starts with you, the general you, becoming less selfish. So in a sense, you're building yourself as well. Dr. Matt Morris maintains an active private practice for couples and families in the greater New Orleans area. To learn more about his work, visit drmattmorris.com. Eric Garcia can be found online at plan-wisely.com. His branch office is located in New Orleans, Louisiana. The branch phone number is 504-218-5479. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through New Century Financial Group, LLC a registered investment advisor. Insurance services offered through Garcia Financial Group, LLC. Entities listed are not affiliated.